I was able to follow the group and it looks like you're correct. They do have a new person with them, that kid from the Waffle House and a preschool teacher's with them again. It looks like they're going to try some way to get into the facility, but I'm not entirely certain how they plan on doing that. That old man's a clever one. We should check him out. Doesn't look like they're planning to cause any trouble though. Let you know if anything changes. This is how we're going to do this. Whew. That van is ridiculous, <laughs> but we're going to use it. And if we could all pile up in my truck, we'd do that, but they're, they won't let us do that so much no more. So this is what we're going to do. Darren, okay. you, me, Annabelle would uh, like for you to ride with us if, if you don't mind. We're going to ride in the truck. We're going to ride up to the gate. Right. And uh, Bart, you take good care of Roz. Roz, you take good care of Bart. And y'all just follow me up there, and I'm going to tell them. I'm going to tell them y'all are troubled kids, and I'm just taking y'all on a fishing trip because you need some outdoor activities. And I reckon uh, Miss Annabelle, the teacher, will back me up, right? All right, and I'll explain, to the, I'll explain the rest of the plan to you on the way over there, Annabelle. All right, well, yo, let's go. I'm just gonna say there's like parallel parking spots, so there's a place for Annabelle to safely leave her car and Sim just like randomly park on the side of the road. A little like service area, a little service station. Yeah, they do have some rest stops on the way into the plant in Jackson, so that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. See, like at the Weigels or something. Wait, no, that's on the other side of town, never mind. This <laughs> is like. They drive up to the gate, and it looks like a little toll booth, and it's got a, just an arm that comes down. The difference between this and a regular toll booth, though, is that there's one person inside the shack, one person posted on either side of the gate, and they're all wearing black tactical gear. But they're not wearing it well. These are townies. These are fellas, like, from town that work at the plant, at, like, the shitty job at the plant. They have to stand out there and look tough and be scared because anything could happen. Especially with the weird stuff that's been going on. Exactly, exactly. So they drive up, Hawk leans out the window, and he says, he says, hey Dave, how you doing buddy? To the guy in the booth. Doing all right. What are you doing here so early? Well, you know, we're going to get, uh, we're going to go on down there to Langley Pond, and uh, we're going to put in the water about four o'clock, but uh, I got these youngins in that stupid ass van back there. And I know it looks ridiculous, but they're, they're good they're not good kids, Dave, but I'm trying to teach them to be good kids, all right? They just need some outdoor time. They need to do some fishing. Ain't that right, Annabelle? <laughs> See, even the teacher says so. So, Dave, we're just going uh, to go ahead and, uh, and scoot on through here. Appreciate it, buddy. You need to come down to the shop. Got some new drill bits, and I think you might be interested. If they're bad kids, why are you bringing them to fish in this pond? Well, to teach them to be good kids. You understand. You teach a man to fish, you kid him, quit him from being a bad kid. Do you realize how many fishing spots there are? No, bitch, he's, trying to, he's asking why this spot in particular. All right, look. I caught my first fish in Langley Pond. I used to come here with my dad, and we'd fish for trout, and we'd fish for... I don't think we fish or trout. Let me start that over again. I just said trout. I couldn't help myself. That's, that's a, not how you get trout, though. That's a big-ass no, trout. That's a fucking huge trout. There's three trout in it. There's just three trout. Gotta get them. They've been locked in combat for years. 
Crackle and Theodore. Uh, oh, that's good. I like that. Look, my daddy took me fishing in Langley Pond when I was a little one. I caught my first fish here. <laughs> yeah, it was a four-pound bass. My daddy wanted me to put it on a mountain. I said, no, I'll eat this thing. We ate it. But I thought, you know, Pond has some good memories for me. And it's pretty good fishing still. So I thought I'd take him down there, let him catch a brim or two, and they might feel a little bit better about themselves. Maybe not go home and do drugs. That's, that's an excellent... Roll plus mm, charm. Mm, mm. Oh, All right. That was beautiful. Very good. That's going to be a 13. Oh! Yeah! Nice! My guy. Zinga, go on in if you need anyone to help you keep an eye, let us know. You know what, Dave? It's a good thing you mentioned that. If anybody is to come in here in the next hour or two, you got my phone number. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. just shoot me a text or something. Just, just, just let me know if somebody else comes through the gate and anything you can tell me about. We all right? I, look, I'll throw in something for you for free next time you come to the shop, buddy. I'll give you a deep discount. Just just look, just watch my back here, man. I got a 13, Bree. 13. The 13 is the only reason he is not asking you so many questions about that. There's a little bit of an eyebrows, and he's like, yeah, come on. And he waves the guards that you through. One of them is definitely doing a very bad job of hiding the fact that they're, like, fixated on the woods. <laughs> And every time someone like moves to get their attention, they jump slightly. This kid's tired. This dude's paranoid. This dude's scared about the stuff. Oh. So we drive into the first gate. No, there's about 15 miles between gate A and gate B. And uh, in those 15 mile stretch off to the east, there are two ponds. And off to the west, there's one pond, Langley Pond. And we're going to go there. So we're going to go five miles down the track. And then we're going to take a right down this uh, road that begins as a paved road. But it's going to end as a uh, as a dirt red clay road as we get closer to the water. As Bart drives past the gate to sell the story, he like throws up the horns and sticks his tongue out at the guards. <laughs> uh, no hands on the wheel, just like sticks his whole like upper torso, <laughs> yes. and then like <laughs> ducks back in. And there's no visible change in the way he drives. <laughs> yeah, no. Somehow, Bart drives with his knees. <laughs> and that tracks for, like, literally all of the driving so far. Uh, but yeah, no, Bart does the whole, like, eh, like sticks out, uh, tongue out, throwing up the horns, then pokes back in and keeps driving. One of the guards just gives you a death glare <laughs> just to grip on his gun. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm just gonna duck back in and drive. Save, I would cry. It's a dude standing at a gate at 2 o'clock in the morning. He doesn't have to have patience for that. Patience he wouldn't actually zero. do anything, but he's, he, would, he, he would definitely scare the kids in line. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Bert's Bert, not gonna fuck with that. So he, he, like, heads down and follows. So, y'all get to the pond, then. Mm. What do you do? Cool, we get to the pond, and when we get there, Hawk is out of the truck almost immediately he's got the seat popped forward and you see him like jangling with some keys and stuff behind the seat he looks at you darren he looks at you a little bit warily and he goes look we've got a job to do he takes a little 22 pistol out from behind the Mm -hmm. seat and it's small you can tell it's just like a six shot clip it's just a little teeny tiny and he puts that on the middle like on the seat in front of him where he's not in the seat anymore and he pulls out his shotgun from the back as well and he's got it cracked open he's just it's it's open it's not it's not loaded it's just cracked open over his arm it's a 
single shot 410 it's not like anything crazy and it's just what you take you got your rat shot in it so you can kill snakes if they get up to the boat or whatever so like that's the vibe that's happening there on that side of the truck and it's real serious yeah i'm like this is real serious real paranoid considering you're just information gathering hawk is scared and it makes sense for them to be armed on the water because not just monsters live here. There's a huge alligator population. There's a, there's like a huge like coyote population. That's the, one of the things about these sites is they were built over land that you couldn't farm, land that wasn't good for anything else. And so like they built these sites over places that had huge feral populations of, of various kinds of animals. And like the one in Jackson, lots of copperheads in their bridge. Oh Jesus Christ! Copperheads as big as your fucking arm, like like it's it's insane. Oh, but like in in Jackson, it's fucking wild boars and coyotes Ooh. and alligators, and like those are the three things that they have a huge problem with, and they have to cull them every year, and they cull the deer out there too because the deer population gets so big because the deer population doesn't have enough natural predators to keep it at a healthy population and so a lot of deer starve and so it's like you know so they go in and hunt and they have a certain number of deer that they're supposed to kill every season the same with the hogs and same with the coyotes it's like just it's just trying to maintain a particular population balance like i don't own a gun but if i were going to be going to fish in that area i would definitely buy a shotgun like just a simple ass little just just in case i think that that's the attitude I don't know if there's this much alligators here, but for sure snakes, mm-hmm. wild dogs, yeah. the, like Roman packs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So many deer. And he also unties the rods, starts yeah. handing the handing the cane poles out. Definitely bears. Yes, bears <laughs> for real. Oh, I swear to God, um, don't let us kill bears in this. I'd be so sad. Uh, Bart <laughs> swaps out. The stone mortar and pestle for a wooden one in case it falls off the boat. And it just floats. Nice. Up. Nice. Your Bart smart. is prepared for everything. Yeah, it's all in the van. It's all dented, but it's all in the van. <laughs> because we haven't talked about the equipment that the flight gets. Roz slides out of the van and is holding this huge watch. It's called a watchman's flashlight. It's like an entire foot long and she's holding it like a bat and then Mm -hmm. she's like oh I also have this and reaches into her bag and just pulls out what is labeled as big knife and you all are like and it's just from her kitchen it's from it's from the kitchen Rose where the the hell did you get a knife Uh, like that you had that in your bag you couldn't stand yourself this is a computer bag. It's got lots of pockets. I know which pocket. Mom is not going to notice that it took it from the kitchen. But yeah, no, laptop bags have lots of pockets. And so, like, I just, I know which pocket They're I keep sturdy. the big knife in. Roz, you, you took Aunt Clara's kitchen knife? That's even more dangerous than carrying a knife. She's not going to notice. <laughs> We're going to be back. Thank you, God. Roz, it's a big knife. You could have taken a steak knife or something. That's <laughs> the big knife. It's the big one there. It's fine. Oh my god. She got a new set for Christmas. This is from one of the older sets. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Roz. Okay, okay. Okay, Roz. No, oh, no, it's good. No, I'm, I'm glad. 
You know, I'm glad. I'm glad you can protect yourself. You just, you, but I do need you to realize you just whipped out a knife out of your computer bag, and yeah. Uh, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm, uh, Roz. Darren is probably functioning off of like six cups of coffee at the moment, mm-hmm. and maybe a Red Bull. Well, there's a lot of Red Bull. That's what my bag. All, all my bag inside my bag is only Red Bull. Just so much Red Bull. And nunchucks. And nunchuck. I do have nunchuck. But they're actually two Red Bull cans tied together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give you wings, my foot. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of you for bringing a knife, but also I'm very scared that you're now wielding a knife. Okay, I'll put it back. <laughs> I'll put it back. Just know I can... Okay? No, no, no. You can have it. You can have it. No, you can have it. You can have it. I just... I mean, this thing's pretty hefty, too. I'm, like, shaking around this huge-ass flashlight. This is pretty hefty, too. If I thought... I mean, if if I had to put a number to it, I said it would do, uh, like, one harm. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, no. I mean, I, of course I want you to protect yourself. Just just be careful, all right? Just, you're, you're, Aunt Clara texted me and said that if anything happens to you, it's my okay. ass. So uh, just, just be careful. Fine. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. I love when players give me <laughs> suggestions for ways to creep them out. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Annabelle, are you grabbing anything out of your car to prepare? I don't remember what your equipment is. Didn't we joke earlier? It was that they they could have a bag of demons. Just a whole bag. A whole bag. That is, a, that is an option. I only get one of those, and that's not the one I pick. Wouldn't you hate it if you got your bag and it was only half filled with demons? <laughs> you want to you want to keep those demons stocked. <laughs> Five demon bag. Mm, I think I, mm. I can probably guess what one of yours is, but I don't know what the other one is. But like, <laughs> I also feel like you weren't going to be bringing any of those out of your car <laughs> if you have it in your car. Also, you guys did stop by the pawn shop and like stock up on shit. Yeah, right? that's right. We did get a bunch of like flashlights and shit. Yeah, so imagine that's still in the car. You might be using those to, you know, find your way to the pond without... Yeah. And make a lot of noise so the snakes will stay away. You do gotta stomp a little bit. Oh, I imagine Annabelle's someone who takes a lot of hikes because she has a snake stick. Oh, yes she does. Yes she does, and Hawk loves that shit. And you've also probably got, like, you have your hiking boots on. And mm-hmm. you got long pants. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Like, can I? We go ahead and go to the pond. Are we all good? Everybody got their gear and everything. Yeah. yeah. And just for trying to figure out where we are on track, we're gonna go across the pond to get to the deeper parts of the facility to kind of scout out. We're gonna walk around the pond. So this is gonna be a okay. hike. This is not gonna be fun. But there are not enough boats for us all to go across. Oh, okay. It would be That's like right. one of those logic puzzles where like you have a fox, a chicken, and a you know a piece of corn. And yeah, let's let's let, <laughs> let's avoid That's a, the that's lot, a fun Let's one. avoid a riddle for this yeah. uh, audio format. No, so yeah, we, we walk around. All right. Yeah, don't don't worry. Before the end of the game, there will be one. Nice. <laughs> it takes us about like 35 40 minutes to get from like where we are to around the lake and there's a couple spots where we have to kind of splash through like some little low streams but as we get to the other side the forest becomes much denser 
if you're familiar with nature, Annabelle, you would definitely see this, mm-hmm. is that the trees are no longer randomly spotted. The trees sort of seem to be in a grid, seem to have some man-made structure to the way that they're, way that they're placed. So you get the feeling that you've walked from the regular woods into like a movie set and Hawk points over off into the into what is absolutely black dark and says, um, we, we gotta head over that way. If you got your flashlights, get them out now. I feel like some of you, you've had some flashlights out. Probably. And I didn't mean to take over that whole scene, I just wanted to get us there. Yeah, no, that works, unless there's anything anyone wants to do on the long walk. Aside from make sure you don't step on snakes. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to, yeah. to go into the very scary, complete darkness. And this is probably like 3.30 in the morning at this point, so like, we really are coming up on dawn. Is that, is that what yeah. time dawn happens? <laughs> I've never seen it myself. <laughs> it does happen earlier in the summer, I don't know exactly how early it happens in the summer, because I never mm. actually watch the sunrise, because I'm asleep. It's about 6.20 or so. Okay, we got a couple hours. Hawk takes y'all over into a spot, definitely, you get you get in the water. We have to get about knee-deep to get to the spot where we need to go. What kind of shoes are, are everyone wearing? Oh, Roz is screwed. Also, I'm sure it, around <laughs> about this point, Roz had given her bag to Darren because when you say knee deep for normal people, it's about midway to my, like up my thigh. And I'm like, mm-hmm. had to give my bag to Darren so that I didn't get it wet, but I knew yeah. that I might need my tech. Yep. And so I'm like, mm. it's way up my thigh. Yeah, Darren would take it. And Darren's wearing black Converse, so I'm also screwed. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bart's in combat boots. Mm. Um, so you're probably fine. Things are heavy. Just make sure they get adequately dry, but you're probably fine for now. Yeah. Hog has some, like, those rubber boots, but they're shorter than he needed it to be. So he's, like, he's kind of pissed, because not only are they uncomfortable, now they're full of water. Now your socks are wet. Now they're doing the exact opposite of what they're supposed to do. Those are holding water. Exactly, exactly. They're waterproof from the inside now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those aren't, that's not escaping. <laughs> Bart's definitely gonna like make sure to add to the list long like waiters to get through this section for the next time we come through. Yeah, and you'll have oh, them in the nice. shop. We'll, we'll be able to find some. Hey, Annabelle, can I hold that stick for a second? Sure. He takes the stick, and they're kind of in the middle of this what looks like a little little cove. And he takes the stick and he pokes it around in the water, and you hear it thunk, thunk, thunk against something. Hands mm. the stick back to Annabelle, and he reaches down in the water. And he reaches down like shoulders deep and he's got his head just like slightly above the water so he can breathe and you see him turn in something and you hear like like a grindy sort of wheel turning you never mm. want blank water in your mouth no you do not no you do not mm. and all of a sudden this little cove that's really just big enough for all uh, all five of us to stand in suddenly starts to drain just <laughs> And all the water slips down through several drains at the bottom of this cove, and there is a, a manhole next to the valve that he turned off. No shit. And that is going to get us under gate B into the area between B and C. Damn. Shit, Hawk. I, I normally don't question you, but 
How the hell did you know that? I know a guy that knows a guy. I don't know. He starts fiddling with, with the manhole cover. Well, he's got a crowbar because he's got a crowbar. I mean, he's still struggling to get the thing open because that thing hadn't been open in a while. It's like an access tunnel. Darren would help. I also feel like Annabelle was not aware of this part of the plan. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Annabelle. <laughs> For what? He stands there looking down the, the ladder and he shines his light down. He can just barely see the bottom with his light on. And it's a good flashlight. And it looks like we're going to be climbing down a ladder for probably 100 feet. Ah, oh, hell. And all our shoes are wet? Yeah, all our shoes are wet. About 100 feet is like about a 10-story climb on a ladder. Holy shit. Yeah. Damn. No idea any of this was out here. Me this either. Is... But it's good, though, isn't it? But I'm totally <laughs> fine with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just like let's be real you were basically co-dm from the beginning so well i mean the thing i love about this system is that it really is it's so open-ended that the players can create and the dm can facilitate that in a way yeah. that like it makes it a more collaborative storytelling than say D D is mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely oh yeah well depends on the dm but yeah yeah <laughs> there's that <laughs> and systems like these actually give you instructions on what how to dm which a lot of like mm-hmm. dnd does not do yeah which i enjoy i think bart like looks down the ladder for a minute and like does that like low whistle to see like how much the echo like bounces back so we're going here this cuts through underground it's a pretty straight shot once we get down there cool no i'm just trying to think because the guardian usually shows up in the parking lot so we'd have to cut from the parking lot down to this lake over here. And like, Bart is kind of like mapping it in his head. It's, okay, yeah, no, this works. Long walk, but it works. Yeah. We get to whatever Object 51 is and we go and deal with that. How far are we planning on going tonight? It's only about a mile from here to the end of the tunnel. That's not too bad. You hear a slight whimper from Roz. <laughs> It's three steps. Every every step you guys take is three steps for Rob. No. <laughs> three miles. <laughs> three miles. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a good question though. What what are we trying to do here? We're trying to. I feel like this is a point. Of, this is a point of no return. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm afraid. I'm not saying we, we shouldn't do this. But like, we're trying to find this creature fifty one. What was it? Object fifty two. Yeah, and whatever it is, it's messing with the spirit but they haven't turned it on yet so i wouldn't be able to track it or help the spirit right now and hawk you think you think it's in at the other end of this tunnel or this will this is leading the way kind of i think that uh if we need to get a closer look at what's happening right outside the perimeter of the facility we got to get past gate b yeah we got to get past gate c and i don't know how we're gonna do that part but i do know how we're gonna get between b and c and how was this right. different than when we walked right into the facility? Like, where is this on the map different than when we went into the front door? Is this like a back entrance? Object 51 is going to be deeper within, like, the much more restricted part of the facility. Y'all basically went in the visitor's entrance, which is significantly easier to get to. 
So we, this we basically have we have to go. Okay, no, yeah, that's cool. Cool, cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. So we we would right, well. hopefully deal with the visitors' entrance stuff, and then be able to come here, get under and into the more restricted areas. I think the creature tech would have been closer to. There's an employee entrance. Uh, okay. That's still going to be like more open and accessible, but it wasn't like the visitor entrance. Okay, so okay. this would put us closer to the spot where the attacks are happening anyway, if we take this tunnel. Yes. Cool. So, awesome. Excellent. So this is our way in. We deal with the Guardian, and then from there, we'll figure out a way into the deeper section. Sounds good to me. Cool. Well, I think, we sh- I think we should continue on. So we're standing at a manhole in a, in a recently drained cove, and this is, the, this is the best way we can get to where the attacks were happening. More or less, yes. At least closer. Y'all are gonna head down the long ladder with your very wet shoes. Absolutely. And when they get to the bottom, Hawk's got bad news for them. Before you get to the bottom, let's have the people in Navi smart shoes roll to act under pressure to see how well you handle going down this ladder. Oh, great. In oh. very wet. All right. Shoes. <laughs> oh, wait. The people in good shoes or the people in bad shoes? Annabelle's got hiking boots, so it should be mm-hmm. fine. Combat boots should be fine. So, um, I think mostly Ross and Darren. Okay. Probably, y'all yeah. are wearing very, very soaked Converse. Is Act Under Pressure rolling with cool? Yeah. That's plus cool. Okay, plus cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's an eight. Okay, nice. it's it's awkward. You probably like have a couple moments where you start to slip. It's not the most of my experience, but you're fine. And what'd you get, Darren? That is a three plus two plus one six. Hmm, mark experience. There it is. Does anybody want to help Darren out so he doesn't fall down the ladder? Yeah. Clark's got sensible shoes, Bart can help. Oh. <laughs> I've got sensible That's shoes. That's a six. <laughs> Bart has plus zero <laughs> cool, so that's just a normal six, so I will. Bart tries to help out. I will allow one more person to try and help out. Hawk yells up the ladder, because all these jackasses are trying to come down the ladder, and there's like four of them, and if any of them falls, they're all gonna fall. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I'm nervous about, I was nervous about this. Oh my god, I told y'all... That's a good question. What's the marching order for going down the ladder? I feel like... <laughs> Hawk goes first. Yeah. I feel like Darren would probably be going last just to make sure everyone else gets in. <laughs> so I'm bringing... Okay, yeah. So, like, Darren slips. Bart tries to grab for Darren, also slips. There's kind of a standoff between Annabelle and Darren at the end where they're both like, are you going? Yeah. In that case, if Annabelle was the last person to go in, you would be the one that would be help out so he doesn't fall. Okay. okay. <laughs> so roll plus cool right. to see if that works. Yeah, I feel um, like it, at that moment, Darren would be like, Miss Annabelle, you go. Uh, I'll go lay. Oh, you want to go? Oh, okay, okay. And he would just like, <laughs> he would just like do it. Four, five, six, seven. Okay. Oof. What happens when you help out and you get a mixed success? Expose yourself to trouble or danger. You said Darren went and then Annabelle, right? Yeah, I think I think I was below her. I think 
as you start to slip, Bart tries to help, but does not. It's like you grab onto Lemire's thing, Annabelle's foot. Uh-oh. <laughs> and, um, Annabelle, you have someone, like, holding on to your foot. I might need you to act mm-hmm. under pressure to see how well you act hold Act under on. pressure? Or, is that... Let's say roll plus tough, just because that makes more sense. Oh, plus tough? Yeah. Okay. How well you're able to hold on. Six, seven, eight, nine, plus two, eleven. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, nice. so you, nice. you have no problem, and Darren, you have some time to kind of, like, get better footing. I imagine Bart is still trying to help, even if it's not super helpful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think after a little bit, Bart just, like, gives up, because he's starting to, like, also slide off, and it's like, oh, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 we're not doing that. Well, I made a joke about it about how you have infinite cosmic power and itty bitty mutal arms. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much muscle. It's mostly just like he's built kind of thick and that's about it. Interesting. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so it, it takes you a second, but you're able to kind of like get better footing and it's still not the most yeah. pleasant time getting down the ladder, but there are no real issues. I picture Hawk kind of like banging his head against the wall gently so as to not make a lot of noise my bad my bad everyone sorry sorry my my shoes are real slippery thank you miss annabelle are you all right did you turn your ankle or anything nothing Nah, i'm just the the converse literally offer no support or stick (laughs) or anything they are they might be the worst shoe ever but they look really good. So uh, I, well, next time we're climbing back up, I'm just going to do it barefoot. But thank you for letting me borrow your foot for a second. It was very nice of you. I'll, I'll, I'll do better next time. That was terrifying. <laughs> I feel like I, I inched closer to leveling up <laughs> right there. Also, real life Nicola felt that so hard as she wears Converse to work every day. <laughs> I wear Converse most days too. And like every time like there's any sort of environmental change other than walking on just a perfectly flat surface (laughs) my anxiety just rises I'm like ooh ooh oh no (laughs) this is gonna be bad (laughs) not like this mistakes were made I wear Asics but that's cause like retail you kind of have to have comfy shoes but I when I was bought my Mm. new ones they are like bright blue hot pink on the back and I love them nice nice Alright, so you all get to the bottom, and then what happens next? Thank you, Miss Annabelle. When they get to the bottom, though, Hawk just, like, stands with his hands on his hip, looking at all of them disgusted. (laughs) Yeah. What did you expect? Just look, I don't know what I expected, but that weren't it. (laughs) Next time we gotta move like that as a group, think about the spacing in between you, because that could have been a really bad thing. We all could have fell down, and all of us died down here. And then what the hell are we going to do? That's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Well, we're learning. We're, we're, we're making it happen. We'll do better next time. All right. I'm really glad we're, we got a dress rehearsal. Grumpy old man with a gag all awkward, <laughs> yeah. slightly goth children. <laughs> Gothish. You got about a mile to get your head straight. He said it's a, it's a straight shot, easy walk, all straight. Ain't no turns, ain't no doors. Just we just gotta walk them out before we go upstairs. But listen, right. it's gonna be probably close to four o'clock in the morning when we get up there. Sun'll be coming out soon. Gotta hurry. 
there's a chance, y'all, and I don't like this, but there's a chance if the sun comes up before we get done with what we're doing, that we may need to take a, we may need to hide out between gates B and C. Ooh. Also, how long would it take the guards to realize that, oh, hey, there's no one at the pond? There's a lot going on here, guys. We're, yeah, there's a lot of clues leading to us here. The, the faster we can get what we came here for and leave, that's the best. But y'all be prepared. We may have to do some stuff we don't want to do. All right. Well, let's, let's get going. Yeah. So does that mean it's like 3.30 by now? Because IRL, I can do, I can walk a mile in 20 minutes. Yeah. So it must be like 3.30. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out what we're doing. Yeah, it's about 3.30 now, and then it'll take us, yeah, about, uh, and this is a straight shot, it's an easy walk, you know. 20.30. At the most, 15.20 maybe, even if we're booking it. Let's get, let's get going. Gotta get these shoes dry now. I mean, a lot of people can walk faster than IRL me, so I believe 50. Does somebody want to get bronze and piggyback, Greg? Cause... (laughs) I was thinking about it, yeah. I'm not that slow. <laughs> I don't think Roz would let anyone do that because they need to save their energy wow. uh, for like running. Roz is That's a good point. Roz, Roz can keep up when she when she tried. So thirty minutes or twenty minutes pass. We get to the end of the thing, and you can see where there used to be a ladder going up. There's you know holes in the wall where rungs would have been, but instead of a ladder going up, there's just a door. That's a gift, Brianna Jean. You do what you want to with that shit, because that's that's just a that's just a gift. Is that door <laughs> open though? Is the question. I don't know. You're the you're the keeper. You're the keeper. I don't know what we're doing. Who wants to investigate the door? I mean, Hawk's gonna jiggle the handle. I don't feel like I need to roll for that. I, like I could fail at jiggling the handle. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's blocked from the other side. Oh, from the other side, of course. course So, at that point, Hawk turns around and looks and goes, Unless one of y'all get through this door, this is the end of the road. Oh, wait. Everyone stand back. I'm going to try something. Nice. A little bit. I mean, maybe a little further back. Okay. And then, like, checking. Just just, just two more steps. Okay, good. (laughs) Hawk goes way the fuck back. Just way back. Yeah. Uh, Bart sits down and takes out the mortar and pestle and it's like gross and it's like a servant tunnel but it's like whatever it's dirt is dirt <laughs> and is going to try to use combat magic but attach the earth tag to it the earth elemental or like element so that it's a forceful restraining so hopefully that'll force the door open when i throw the combat magic Ooh. it will be obvious and loud but since we're in an underground tunnel and it's just us i think only we will be feeling the effects of a loud chunk of earth just like yeah. barreling through a door that's not Bam. gonna be great for your hearing oh yeah that's why i told <laughs> everyone to stand back that's still not gonna be great for the hearing <laughs> okay i make sure to let everyone i'm like hey yeah also like cover your ears by the way was there like a keypad on this door or was it just a lock you can't see the lock it's from the other side and like looking at it you could tell like it's pretty well sealed so it could possibly be like it locks from the other side. So if something happens and that tunnel gets flooded, they can oh, close okay. it off as well. All right, I'm going to roll kick some ass with plus weird because I'm doing combat magic. 
Okay. Nice. Uh, so that's an eight, and I'm gonna use my missile, which is plus one harm, magic, far, obvious, loud, and my earth element tag, which is forceful, restraining to the base. So using the mortar and pestle, I'm just kind of grinding away, and like these green sparks start to like pop up out of it, and all of them sort of coalesce into this like glowing, like almost like meteor shape. And Bart kind of like it does a little mock baseball swing and like swings with the little <laughs> the little like mortar part yes. and just like swings it towards the door. And there's just like horrible loud like stone on metal crunch. Oh. As whatever happens with the mix success, you tell me. Uh, I guess it would be a kick some ass mix success. So. How much harm can a reinforced door take? Less than that. So this would just be... the. It, I'm banking on the forceful part. Trying to break the locking mechanism? Yeah, uh, I'm not trying to like blast the door off, because my missile only does one harm, and the forceful restraining part is what I'm banking on. Mm. So the I, I want to like kind of force the lock to kind of crunch or break open so that we can open the door normally. I, I think mm. there is this... Well, you can't hear much for a while, but when you go and jiggle the door, you, it, like you feel like things shuddering and grinding for a second, like things are being dislodged, and then the door starts to give a little bit. It's it's still a heavy door. Okay, so now we can like open it as a group. Yeah, I also yeah. imagine even the people who covered their ears, you can, your ears are ringing a little bit because you are in yeah. a tunnel. <laughs> That's probably yeah, got a sense. lot of metal. Yeah, Bart didn't have the luxury of covering his ears, so because it was a mixed success, I imagine yeah. he takes some damage too. He might not be able to hear for a little bit. Ooh, ouch. Or at least hear well. Y'all turn back when you realize Roz is not there helping you with the door, and she is full on sitting on the ground writing, writing out what just happened. <laughs> like, oh my god, aliens have superpowers, mm. and just. <laughs> just and then he swung it like a like a little baseball bat. And then just furiously writing this all down, full on sitting on the ground. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Darren would definitely go help uh, if, if the door is like has been like shifted or dislodged a little bit. He would go do what he could to help open it the rest of the way or, or enough of the way. It's a big heavy door that hasn't been opened for a while, so like it's it does move, but like it takes a second, and it's probably not the quietest thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's well. The that bomb just went off. So if they know we're here, this grinding this door open is not going to change that. So let's just here, here, come on, help me. And we just take the time it takes to to slide the door open as as much as we can to, for all of us to get through. And then after that, as soon as it's that wide, I feel like we would stop. Stay tuned to find out what happens next on Tempest Multi. You can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We don't pay for marketing, so word of mouth is the best we got, and we couldn't do this without your help. Tempest Multi is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is a Monster of the Week game set in the town of Oak Ridge, Tennessee. This season was made in conjunction with Doug Hawley of Good Better Quest as a prologue to a show he is doing set in Oak Ridge's sister city of Jackson, South Carolina. I am your keeper and producer. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com.